Father, we thank you for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Thank you for what the Lord is doing in us. What is God doing for us? And what you will do through us. To Christ be glory. In Jesus' name, we rebuke every power that riseth against the proclamation of God's word. Every critical spirit, we bind you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. Amen. Thank the Lord for what the Lord has been doing in our lives. Praise the Lord. Yesterday was my birthday. And um, looking back, thank you. Looking back, the Lord has kept me and sustained me and I want to give thanks to the Lord for the ways that God has led me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If I'm standing here, it's a miracle. It's the grace of God. It is the goodness of God. Hallelujah. My life would have been snubbed away even in the infancy stage, not even 50 days. But the Lord has been gracious and I thank the Lord. I want to thank the church for your prayers, and I continually covet your prayers. Last evening, one of the little ones, Sela, she came up to me and she asked me, Pastor, where is the cake? <laughs> I mean, I expected that from someone else, but not from her. Okay, she said, where is the cake? So I told her it's coming next week. So next week after church, we're going to have a love feast, we're going to have a lunch here, and we'll have the cake also. So come with a prepared appetite, all right? And the Lord will bless us all together. I say that up front so that you don't plan any other event. Please make sure that all of us stay back and have lunch before you depart. All right, coming back to the Word of God. We have been talking about watch your words. Well, many of us thought that we were done, but we took a break because we wanted to give everyone an opportunity to exercise. I'm sure everyone has been exercising your tongue. Well, I don't want you to tell your neighbor, put your tongue out, <laughs> all right? But I'm sure that you have been exercising, and I believe that the Lord will continue to help us. So I Hope and I pray that I finish it this week, if not next week. We don't want to keep talking about the tongue. All right. Praise the Lord. James is saying, what is he saying? But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. No man can tame the tongue. Praise the Lord. Well, when you read it, it seems it's hopeless, helpless, hapless, whatever you want to say it. But we understand what man cannot do, God can do it. Yes, it's true. No man can tame the tongue. Well, if man cannot tame the tongue, God can do it for us. 
provided we are willing to yield our tongue to him so that what comes from our tongue, what rolls off our tongue will glorify his holy name. Praise God. It is not automatic. It is not spontaneous. What is not spontaneous? What is not automatic? Words of life, words of encouragement, words that edifies does not automatically flow from our tongue. There has to be a process. There has to be a work that ought to be done in our lives. If life has to flow from our tongue, we ought to be connected to the source of life. If life has to come forth from us, we have to get intimate with the source and the giver of life. Unless and until we are connected to the source of life, we cannot speak life into our own life and into the life of others that surround us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, we, we know that our speech has our language, our words have a tendency to betray us in this. In, in what sense? Well, when you speak to a certain extent, people can know where you are from. Am I right? Well, they can figure it out whether you're from down south or up north, whether you're from Brooklyn or whether you're from the Bronx, or you have never seen Brooklyn in your life. Most of your people have no, never seen Brooklyn in your life, right? Yeah, born, raised, bred, all aware. Suburbs of Long Island. It's not the real America, all right? You need to venture out. Make sure that you get a good covering before you go. Venture out and find out what the world is all about, you know? But Jesus said, this is what Jesus said. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is in you. If the kingdom of God is in us, we are expected to talk the language of the kingdom, the lingo of the kingdom, the linguistic of the kingdom has to come forth from our mouth. If we are constantly grumbling, constantly complaining, constantly murmuring, fussing and cussing and cursing, let me tell you, that is an evidence that the kingdom that is in you is not the kingdom of God, but it is the kingdom of darkness and death because your speech, it betrays you, you know. One day, when Jesus was being taken, the night before Jesus was being taken to be crucified, Peter was hanging around one particular place. And they said, you, your speech betrays you. You are a Galilean. Listen, no matter how much we act, no matter, no matter how much we put on, how much of a mask we put on, how much 
facade we use, let me tell you, our language and our speech has a tendency to show who we are, who we represent, what is it that we carry, what is our value, what is our morals, who do we represent. But when we are people who are constantly speaking joy, speaking peace, speaking life, giving thanks to the Lord, offering praise to God, singing and glorifying God, that shows that the kingdom of God is in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. We speak, we speak the kingdom language. Tell your neighbor and tell your neighbor, we speak the kingdom language. Praise God. We speak the kingdom language. No, just because the kingdom of God is in you, just because the king is in you, just because you and I have become the abode of the Holy Spirit, just because the Spirit of God indwells us, does not mean that you and I will live a problem-free life. It does not mean that we will have no challenges, hurdles, or obstacles in our lives. Because Jesus said, in this world, you have trials and tribulation. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Now, listen, when you are going through all kinds of pressure, when you are being pressured from the top, when you are being pressured from the sides, when you are being pressured from the bottom, there is a tendency to complain and to murmur. When things don't go our way, when things don't go as we plan, there is a tendency from a human perspective that we complain. That's why the word of God says in everything give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. In other words, your external circumstances, the external situation should not dictate what proceeds from your mouth, but rather the fact that the kingdom of God is in you and the king rules and reigns in you should produce thanksgiving in from our mouth. That's why Jesus, the word says, in everything, give thanks. Praise God. When we utter thanks, praise God. When we glorify God, that makes us conducive to produce words that bring life in our lives. Praise God. You know, Peter did not realize one thing. He did not realize that Regardless of what a man profess verbally, you can say whatever you are, regardless of what we profess verbally, our speech has a tendency to betray what the reality is. Praise God. So what we need is not an external touch 
but an internal touch. What we need is not an external patch up work, but an internal transformation that is needed in each and every one of our life. Praise God. When we are grateful to the Lord, a grateful heart, somebody said, is the abode of God. Praise God. Now, come with me to Isaiah chapter 50, verse 4. Isaiah 54. This is what the word says. Yes, somebody read it out. Praise the Lord. The Lord God had given me the tongue of the learned. Praise God. This is talking about Jesus himself. Now, mind you, we ought to become, if the king is in us, if the kingdom of God is in us, we can emulate Jesus the king. The Lord has given me the tongue of the Learn it. Praise God. What is so special about this tongue? Well, this tongue, it is special because it tells and shows and teaches how to speak a word in a season to him that is weary. A tongue that is learned will be a tongue that will speak what? A speak words of comfort to the weary. Praise God. We are surrounded with people who needs a healing touch. Needs what? A healing touch. We're not talking about just physical healing. But we are talking about people all around us who are emotionally, relationally disturbed and wounded. And what they need is a words that can bring comfort when they are weary, when they are tired, when they are depressed, when they are discontent. When it seems as if the bottom is going to fall. When it seems as if the world is going to fall apart. When it seems that their dream is shattered. When their lives seems to be hopeless. The tongue of the learned can bring comfort to those that are weary. Amen. Praise God. And where do you get this tongue? We all have a tongue. We're not talking about the physical tongue. Where do you get this tongue? Where do you get it? Huh? Where do you get it? Don't look at me. It's in the Bible. The Lord had given me the tongue. Oh my goodness. Hey. Guys. So if the Lord is giving it out, you need to do what? Get it. You need to get it. Praise God. The Lord had given me the tongue. Okay? That means we are going to see. We said, the Bible says, 
No man can tame the tongue. We can't do it. We can't do it by ourselves. But the Lord can give us a tongue of the learned that can bring healing and comfort to those who are weary around us. In what season? In every season. In every season. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. And how do you get this? How do you get this? What do you need to do? The Lord gives it. Huh? The Lord gives it. But how do you get it? He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth mine ear to hear as the lamb. In other words, every morning we need to hear from who? From the Lord. Praise God. Who do we hear the first thing in the morning? What do you hear the first thing in the morning? What do you hear? Some hear CNN, some hear Fox. I don't know what you hear. What do you hear? What do you hear? Some hear the Asia News, some hear the Cairoli. Huh? Alarm. Some people hear the alarm. That's good. But here the Bible says, the Lord himself is the alarm. Who wakes him up? The Lord waketh him up when? Every morning. Hey guys, have you ever been woken by the Lord? Serious. See, when the Bible says something, it's just not just abstract. It's not abstract. Have you ever been wakened by the Lord? No, of course not. When you watch TV late into the night. I'm in the world. Even if the Lord is waking you up, you will not hear it. He wakened, waketh me when? Morning by morning. Meaning, every morning. Praise God. Every morning. Listen. There is such a realm where the Lord wakes you up in the morning. No, I can't tell you whether it's 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m., or whatever a.m. that you wake up. Praise God. I'm not talking about you waking up by the alarm clock. I am talking about where the Lord wakes you up. Now, when you want to wake up a certain time, what do you do? We set the alarm. What does it mean to set the alarm? We determine the time that we want to wake up. Okay? But here, who determines the time? The Lord does. The Lord does. If, you, if the Lord has never woken you up, I want, I want to see the hands of anybody who's been woken up by the Lord. 
One, two, three. Oh, my goodness. All over the place, guys. So I'm not making this up, and the Bible is not making this up. Maybe you should turn around and look before they put their hands down and you go and ask them. Yes. The Lord will wake us up. Why does he wake us up? Why does he wake us up? Huh? To talk to him. He wants you to, huh? Hear him. If he's waking you up, there is a purpose behind it. He wants to say something to you. He wants to hear you. Hello? Praise God. I'm telling you, I wake up. I wake up, and when I wake up, most of the time the Lord shows me somebody in the church and tells me to pray for them. And I try to do that to my level best. Praise the Lord. But here in this context, we see it's talking about Jesus. And when we read Mark 1.35, we know that Jesus had the habit of waking up early in the morning, going to solitary places, and praying before he ventured into ministry. If Jesus being the Son of God, if Jesus being God himself, he thought that it was important for him to have an intimate communion with the Father before he ventured out into the world, how much more you and I ought to spend time with him before we venture out into the world. If our tongue ought to be touched, if we ought to have the tongue of the learned, or if you have to have the tongue that produces wisdom, that brings forth life, that brings forth healing, the first thing in the morning, before you hear anybody else, you ought to hear him. When we cultivate and develop that habit of giving importance, preeminence, to Christ in our lives early in the morning. He does a work within us. Allow the Lord to download into your spirit before anything else. The spirit of the world downloads into you. If the spirit of the world downloads into your spirit, you will speak those words. Praise God. Hallelujah. But if the Lord would download, praise God. And for that, we have to, what? We have to position ourselves in a place where we are conducive, where we are available, so that the Lord can pour into our lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. He waketh, waketh Morning by morning, he wakeneth mine ear to hear as the learned. In other words, you can produce words. You can produce, praise God, life in the life of those who are around you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Isn't it wonderful every morning to wake up at the call of the 
Master, praise God. Respond to his voice. Listen to his voice. Take a feed in, into your spirit before you do anything else. Praise God. Even today the Lord is looking for people who would have a quiet heart, a quiet place, and a quiet ear to hear what the Lord wants to speak. Listen, we don't live in a myth that the Lord speaks. But if we prepare ourselves, we can hear him speak into our lives. Praise God. This is not a myth. If that is a myth, then let me tell you everything else is baseless. The Lord that you and I serve is a God who speaks He's a God who communicates and he wants to communicate to each and every one of us. And we have to develop an ear not for gossips, an ear not for news, not for what is fresh. But let me tell you, an ear for the Lord. He who hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit hath to say. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. If we can start our day listening from him, meditating on his word, let me tell you, what comes out of our mouth will not be cussing and grumbling and murmuring, but rather thanksgiving and praise to the Lord. Praise God. Muscling our tongue is not going to change our language but let me tell you, if there has to be a change of words and language in us, there ought to be a transformation. And that would only happen when we spend time in the presence of God, hearing him speak into our lives as we open our ears wide to him, fine-tune our ears, meditate on God's word, and see that word come alive to you. Allow that word to speak into your life, into your situation. If you've never tried it, try it. It works. Praise God. Hallelujah. A quiet heart. Why early in the morning? You know, at night, from our bedroom we could hear the Long Island Railroad passing by New Hyde Park Station. You know how far we are from there? I have never heard it during the daytime. Never. Not to this day. But at night, I could hear the train pass by New Hyde Park Station. Now, you know where New Hyde Park Station is and where we live. Why? At night, there is a stillness. Everything is down. And do you know, <laughs> in the Bible, you know, wherever we see the Lord speaking. When is he speaking? Huh? At many instances, when is he speaking? Well, how does the Lord speak? Huh? Through events, through the word, what else? How else, how else does he speak? 
through dreams, vision. Now, if you have to dream, you have to do what? What is the prerequisite for dreaming? Sleep. Am I right? Why? Why does he have to speak when we are sleeping? Huh? Because the, we, that is when we are least resistant. We are least resistant at that time. Everything about us is down. Samuel heard the voice. What? Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Where did he hear the voice? He was sleeping by where? By the Ark of the Covenant. See, it's not the physical position. It's where your heart is. It's where your heart is. It's where your heart is positioned. I know where your heart is positioned. Your heart is positioned the same place that my heart is. But that's not what we're talking about. You know, if there is a yearning within us, and we are reaching out to the Lord, the Lord will speak to us. Some of us are so excited to hear the Lord. I see some people sleeping in the church. Now! I hope I woke them up. They said, man, if God is going to speak to us when we are sleeping, I'm going to sleep now. I just help them from being embarrassed because I know the next step is what? Snoring. Praise the Lord. See, when we hear him in the stillness of night, listen to me. When we hear him in the stillness of night, we can always hear him in the storms of night. If we can develop an ear for his voice in the stillness of night, we could hear him clearly in the storms of night. No matter how high the storm is, how boisterous the wind is, a trained here will hear the voice of the Lord speaking into their lives. But you cannot jump in there. You need to get what? You need to learn to hear the voice of the Lord. In this age of rush, hurry, fast food, fast lane, fast lines, expressways, express train, express lines, everything is fast, 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 driveways and drive-throughs. God is saying, you know, wait, I want to talk to you. Want to have a tongue of the learned? Want to have a tongue that will produce life? Allow the Lord to wake you up morning by morning. Hear his voice. Download from him. And then you will see that everyone that you touch, the very soul around you, you will have a word from the Lord into their lives. The Bible says an apt word is like apples of gold 
in settings of silver. Don't we want the Lord to touch our tongue, to touch our speech, to touch our words, so that we can become people who bring comfort and consolation to the people around us. Let's close our eyes. Father, we thank you and we praise you this morning. Lord, when you want to wake us up morning by morning, we pray, O oh God, that we will become people who would hear the voice of the Lord speaking into our lives. Lord, we don't want to live the myth that our God is a God who speaks and communicates. But rather, Father, we pray that we would have a trained ear to hear the voice of the Master. Not once in a blue moon, but a consistent pattern, morning by morning, as the Lord wakes us up to hear what he has to say. Lord, we pray that you would give us a desire to linger in God's presence. To give value more to God's presence, to the quiet time, in that quiet place, willing to have an appointment with the Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we take time for everything else. But may we take time for you the first thing in the morning, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that every one of us will have such a passion and an appetite, Lord. And that you would transform our lives. May our speech be an evidence of the fact that the kingdom of God is in us. And the king rules and reigns within us. And that we speak words that fits the kingdom of light, Lord. And life, Father. Thank you, Lord. Make us emissaries of love that minister love and comfort to weary souls around us. We ask all these things in Jesus' name, knowing that you are able to do much more than what we ask or imagine. Father, we pray that in every season of our life, we will hear of you, nay, Father, but hear from you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, Father, we bless God's people in the name of Jesus, young and old alike. May we continue to thrive and prosper before you. May we stand firm, firm, assured in all of the will of God concerning our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said,